Bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. If you listen to the show, you know that I love sweet potatoes. Okay, so I get most of my carbs from fruits and vegetables, and I have to say from sweet potatoes. You know, I've talked a lot about my ideal meal, and I know you're all going, oh, here she goes again, the organic grass-fed beef and the yam and the avocado and a big salad, and then I'm a happy camper. So when I got the book by the fantastic Michael Morelli, I was like, woohoo, it's the sweet potato diet, the super carb cycling program, lose up to 12 pounds in two weeks. Hey, Michael. How are you, Lisa? I'm good. How are you? I am awesome. And I have to tell you during that, uh, that little intro, that pretty much sums up a perfect meal in my eyes. The grass-fed beef, oh, little sweet potato, you are rocking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, You know, it's funny because for me, that just fuels me and it gets me going and it maintains my weight and my skin glows and it, it, it real, it's huge. It's so good for me. So let's talk about this because I am a huge sweet potato fan and I want to know when you became a big fan of the sweet potato. So it wasn't until about a few years ago, um, actually, as a child growing up at Thanksgiving and Christmas time, my aunt would make these super decadent sweet potatoes, but they were loaded with like the marshmallows and the candy yep. and walnuts. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, and I do. So I, 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 yeah, I didn't even like them as a kid. They were too sweet. <laughs> I hate, you know what? I hated them for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, um, I moved to Scottsdale and I was... They were prepared almost with some coconut oil. They were they were cubed really nice and you know almost like a hash with some coconut oil, a little Himalayan salt, and from that point forward, I fell in love with them. Oh my gosh! You know it's so funny that you say that because. I never grew up with yams or sweet potatoes unless it was Thanksgiving. And I never liked them because they were always disgusting with all the marshmallows and the candy and everything. And it really wasn't until I would say maybe the last five years or so that I'm like, wait a second, I'm going to start making yams. And I'm a big fan of avocado oil and in particular, Avohas. I just want to give them a shout out. They are a fantastic company and their avocado oil is dark green the way it should be. And they've got lime and garlic infused and chili infused. And it's really great stuff. So you should check them out at avahas.com. But I'm also a fan of coconut oil as well. And now I've got my 13-year-old daughter who's loving the sweet potato. So how did you come to this way of thinking in terms of realizing that this is the carb to have? I mean, also fruits and vegetables, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've been experimenting with my own body for the last four years. Four years ago, I go through my own personal transformation, and it had nothing to do with sweet potatoes. Um, I eliminated processed food, got rid of the cereals and the pizzas, and had a really profound transformation people noticed. And then I got certified, and... After I got certified, I came up with a training program, which is very successful, over 150,000 copies sold. Then from there, That's I'm like, fantastic. okay, let's dive into the nutrition. And I started really playing around with customized meal plans and you know, putting together customized meal plans for myself. And then we launched the service. And then I thought to myself, people are having so much success. I'm always looking for the next level, always saying, well, how can I simplify it? How can I get faster results? How can I make it even more sustainable? And that's when I'm like, well, what if I simplified it down to the sweet potato? And then it was like, I mean, results, um, you know, all of the benefits that come along with the sweet potato, it is really just a powerhouse. And it was really just the results. I mean, people were experiencing really quick results. And that's when I'm like, all right, I'm all in. 
And that's when the book started to illuminate and culminate. Oh, that is so cool. We'll talk just a little bit about some of the benefits of the sweet potato. And then I want to jump into carb cycling, because again, this is the super carb cycling program, because many of us don't know what that is or how it works or why it works. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd, I'd love and I would love to talk about that. So, you know, um, as far as um, sweet potato, I mean, it's chock full of vitamins and minerals, as you know, um, beta carotene, vitamin A, vitamin K, niacin. There's so many benefits. And you mentioned during your, your opening, skin. That is oftentimes very overlooked. Um, but, you know, skin health, um, the other thing that is really good about using the sweet potato in your diet is very satiating, right? So it keeps us fuller for longer. Um, it's great uh, on the digestive system um, because there's lots of fiber, keeps things moving. Um, so it is really, when I say it is the superfood of 2017, uh, I truly believe that. And like you, my kids ask for it, my fiance. I mean, it is pretty much the carb. Um, probably 97% of the time we're eating maybe a little white rice every now and again, little quinoa here and there. But we pretty much stick to the sweet potato because of its laundry list of benefits. Now, you just mentioned white rice. Is that something? Because I've heard that if you're going to eat rice, you shouldn't eat a lot, but you should eat white rice, not brown rice. But for years, they were saying brown rice. So expand on that a little bit. I just want to be clear. Yeah. yeah. So um, essentially, you know, brown rice, it can go, the brand can go rancid in your body. People don't realize oh. um, that you don't really need, you know, the brown rice. And so um, we actually did a, a whole campaign on the awareness around white rice being, you know, the better choice. And um, like you said, people think brown. They automatically assume it's brown. It's got to be healthier because, well, bran and, you know, brown and weed and all that stuff is healthy when when the reality is that it's not. It oxidizes, well, so uh, it oxidizes in your body. Yeah. Wow. So then how often would you say to have white rice? Because one of the first things you hear is you want to take out anything white, the white flour, the white sugar, the white rice. Yeah. Yeah, so white rice is tricky because it does it does tend to spike insulin. And one thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about sweet potatoes is the nice thing about sweet potatoes, especially if you're trying to manage your weight, which most of us are, or even lose weight, is that it doesn't spike insulin, right? If you're if you're choosing to lose body fat, it's important to manage your, your insulin and your blood sugar. And the sweet potato is one of those that doesn't hit the glycemic index too hard, and so therefore it's more sustained. Whereas white rice, now if you have a couple white rice, you're going to see that you're, uh, that you're going to spike the insulin in your blood sugar a little bit, a little bit more, I should say. So, you know, um, you know, a half a cup to a, a cup of, of white rice, um, you know, a couple times a week is fine. The way that I like to use white rice is, is post-workout. Um, if you know post-workout, after you've, you know, beaten down the muscles, they're ready for, for the glycogen, they're ready for the fuel, and white rice is a really good post-workout carbohydrate that gets into the cells quickly. Oh, okay. No, I'm so glad that I asked about that. And I'm glad you mentioned the insulin, because I was going to talk about that, about insulin spikes, and that I know that sweet potatoes is a really good thing. It's going to help keep you balanced. So let's jump into carb cycling. Tell us all about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so essentially what carb cycling is, now I didn't create carb cycling. It's been around for a very long time, used primarily in the bodybuilding world to get ready for competition. And essentially what carb cycling is, is it's a way to manipulate your carbs from high to low to shock your metabolism into further fat loss or further results. So the premise behind it is sort of similar to training, right? You change the stimulus, 
you change the response. For those of you that are maybe in a plateau, um, you likely haven't changed the training routine for a long time. You're still picking up the 15-pound dumbbells and doing the same exercises. It's time to change it up. So carb cycling really carries that over into the world of nutrition where you are manipulating your carbs from high to low so that your metabolism, your body, never have an opportunity to guess what's going on. And if you know anybody that's been on, let's say, a low-calorie diet for an extended period of time, what happens is, is they flatline at some point and they can't lose weight anymore, even though they're eating, you know, 1,200 calories, which is far below their BMR or TBEE, they still can't drop the body fat. And that's because our metabolism always adapts to the conditions you impose on it. Carb cycling never mm. gives it that chance. Oh, I see. All right. So talk to us about your plan, because I know that there are phases in it. Just give us like a little overview, because I definitely want people to get the book. Again, The Sweet Potato Diet. It's awesome. We definitely want people to get the book. I mean, it is, like I said, it's (laughs) simple, it's fast, and it's sustainable, and it's not scary. We really simplify carb cycling. So essentially, it's a seven-day feeding schedule, and it goes from, you know, something very basic for those of you who have never experienced carb cycling before to something a little bit more intense. Now, the beauty is, is that when you get in at the basic, because let's say you've never experienced carb cycling before, you can move through the phases and really burn fat over 90, 120 days. And then the idea is to circle back and do the basic again, because again, we're just changing it up. Now, going into the carb cycling a little bit, it's a seven-day feeding schedule. And all we're doing is rotating or manipulating the carbs from high to low in that seven-day span. So for example, Monday, and protein stays relatively constant. It's the foundation, Mm. recovery, repair, as you know. So with protein relatively constant, what we're doing over seven days is we are fluctuating and manipulating the carbs, which are high, let's say, on Monday. And that means fats are low because you have two energy sources fighting against one another. And if you go all in on both, typically it puts you in a caloric surplus. Now, Mm. when your carbs are high, your fats are low, and then over seven days, you're just rotating. You're just rotating in other specific cycles, and there's a little more involved because we're, you know, a couple days. It's, it's really the magic is in the cycle, and it gets more aggressive with lower carb day, with more lower carb days, and in the final cycle, and even no carb day, which is a pretty intense cycle. Hmm. You know, it's so nice when you can have something, and it's all based on whole foods too, like everything that goes oh, yes. with the sweet potato, right? I mean, for example, it is Foodie Friday, so I do want to jump into some of these recipes. Now, I made your uh, salsa verde chicken and sweet potato tacos. Oh, my goodness. Those are so good. Anything with avocado. (laughs) Anything Mexican is like, pardon me? No, no. I love Mexican food. Oh, my gosh. I am all about Mexican food for sure. Uh, Okay, tell me about these brownies. That sounds good. And also, I want to make the, I didn't make the sweet potato tots yet, but oh my gosh, when I was a kid, tater tots were like my favorite thing. I could live on them. I know they're not healthy. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah, so the brownies. Tell us about these brownies. Yeah. Brownies are my number Mm. one favorite. Like, I I did the brownies on KCLA, Um, I did them on AZ3. And like, people don't realize, one of the issues is this, right? We want to indulge, yeah. we want to, you know, we've got sweet tooth and we love all the good stuff. What we don't realize is that there's always a substitute or a better way to make even the real decadent stuff that you like. And brownies is one of those. It's like, who doesn't love brownies? And mm. who now that loves brownies can think that there's actually a healthy way to make them? And we actually show you 
how to eat brownies every single day on the plan if you choose because it's all done for you. So the brownies are, you know, sweet potato based, um, a handful of ingredients. And let me tell you, they are super decadent. It's all we eat in our house. And the kids love them. And again, you can feel really good about giving your kids a brownie that's made with sweet potatoes as opposed to the white flour and, and all the other things that typical brownies usually consist of. I have to make these. I'm looking at it now. Somehow I missed this. You've got coconut flour, cacao powder, baking powder, dark chocolate chips. That's optional. Not for me. <laughs> all about the dark chocolate and eggs and honey and coconut oil, vanilla, such good stuff. And the other thing that I really want to make, because it's so funny. So at Thanksgiving, going back to Thanksgiving, I'm I'm a pumpkin pie fanatic, but I don't eat the crust. And so I'm always mm-hmm. like, people laugh at me because I like to scoop out the inside. I leave the crust or my daughter will usually like, grab my crust. So this crust is sweet from? potato pie. Yeah, That's what, like not even the crust? That, that, that one was made for you, it sounds like. Why don't you like the crust? Yeah, that's <laughs> because <laughs> it's all full of white flour and i don't know i just don't uh, so i i want yeah i know i'm a little too strict i sh- on thanksgiving i should no, just eat not, the damn crust not. but <laughs> <laughs> the crustless sweet potato pie is right up my alley and you want to hear something even sadder i've never had sweet potato pie in my life how is that possible what is going oh, on so i have to make that's this a really good one too yeah and you know is what it? you know you mentioned you just said you, you just said something you're not you're not too strict. You are living. Really? You're living with what you believe in. Yeah, I don't eat grains. That's true. I don't. I don't eat dairy. Um, I limit my sugar yeah, intake. Yeah. I'm very, very careful too. I, you know, the thing is, is like, I don't want to have to deal with Western medicine. I don't want to have to deal with hospitals. I don't want to be hooked up to an oxygen tank. I want to live really long, and I want to be happy and productive and healthy in those years. And it's what you do now that determines that. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy you said that. I mean, that's kind of how I feel that a lot of times people look at you like you're too picky and just eat it. It's a holiday. What the hell? Or the other thing, too, that I never understand, and now everyone's going to hate me, is people giving their one-year-old's birthday cake. Like, they're not going to know. Just give them, like, make them a healthy sweet potato brownie if you're going to give them But, like, why get them hooked on sugar, right? I don't get it. My daughter had a birthday banana. You know, right from birth, Lisa, like, you know, we owe it to our kids to get information. The information is there. All you have to do is look for it. We live in a time now that's much different than before where, you know, you have, you know, you're growing up and it's done a certain way and there's really no other way because you don't have access to this thing called the Internet. Now we have choices and we have the information and you have to do what's best for your kids. I've got a three-year-old and a going-on five-year-old and Sweet potatoes and avocado by the spoon every single meal. They don't mm, get sweet and sugar and crap. It makes a big difference. It does. It does. And here, you know what? Here's the thing, too, Lisa. It's like you give them that sugar, and then you want them to behave, and then they don't behave, and then you're you're scolding them, and you're yelling at them. Well, when you just give them a, a boatload of sugar, of course they're not going to behave. Exactly. Not to mention all the artificial stuff. I I can't even deal with that. And my daughter has such a sweet tooth. Oh my gosh. She could eat and she loves to eat just like me. So I'm so grateful to have these recipes because I want her to have something sweet. And again, I, people who listen to the show know I've talked about growing up in the seventies and my mom taking me to the health food store. It smelled like carob and cardboard and they didn't have the choices back then. And she was so strict that I ended up going overboard. And then I had issues with food because I was just always felt deprived. And, and that's no good. So if my daughter wants a cookie and it's got a little sugar and 
five ingredients instead of 25, I'll give it to her. Not all the time, but it's better if we can make right. it ourselves. And if, you know, one of my favorite things is almond flour. Now I'm, I'm sensitive to almonds, which is absolutely heartbreaking, but I'll eat it maybe once a week. And you have some good stuff in here with almond flour. That is such a good way to go. If you can, if you talk, you know, not allergic or sensitive to tree nuts. Yeah, absolutely. And there's actually a cookie recipe in there that you should make for your daughter. My mm. kids love them. Um, oh, you know, which, sweet potato, which one? A sweet potato cookie. I can't remember what page it's on. But, you know, and then the other thing that we're talking about, too, is, is on, you know, on my blog, which is MorelliFit.com, my last name and then fit, we have recipes and we have all sorts of, of information because this is our way of life. I mean, the Morelli Fit way is is living this way. It's finding, it's not eating chicken and broccoli and, and protein shakes that taste like cardboard. It's finding yeah. the substitutes in life so that you don't feel deprived because, I mean, you only have one life and it's important yeah. to find to find your happiness. And some people find it in food, but you don't have to find it in, in crappy food. You can find just as good food to indulge in that is, is going to be so much better long term for you. You're so right. You know, it, it's it's hard. My mother um, had severe food, food sensitivities, excuse me. When I was 13, she started getting sick. She was in her early 40s. She was covered head to toe with rashes and she lost tons of weight. And when he said that chicken and broccoli, that was like literally all she ate. And she got super sick and it was a disaster. And she unfortunately passed away from ovarian cancer in her fifties, but she, there was nothing like this. It's like in the eighties, right? There was, there was no, mm-hmm. you know, why don't you try sweet potatoes instead? How about going paleo? How about, you know, and I look now and I think, oh my gosh, she would have had such choices. And I'm so grateful that the times have changed and that we're looking at whole foods in a whole new way. Yeah, I totally agree. And we're on the, we're on the cutting edge of it. I believe that people are becoming more aware. They're becoming more they're becoming smarter. They want to make healthier choices and they're finally buying in. You know, I think for a while people are hesitant, like I'm going to die when I'm going to die. Well, you can die when you're going to die, or you can die uh, in a hospital bed hooked up to an oxygen take on a bunch of meds. Which one do you choose? You know? Yep. Oh yeah. And I love that you talk about that in the book as well. And I don't think we talk about enough that, I mean, you'll see things like, you know, like on Twitter or on Facebook, little things about, yeah, you know, eating healthy is expensive, but it's more, you know, but what about down the road and you're sick? And I think it's important to get those messages out because it's true. I, I want, I see older people who I'll find out they're like 65, which isn't very old. And they're already in a care home because they didn't take care of themselves mm-hmm. or there's other situations. And I want to be vibrant. You know, both my grandmothers lived to 98 and they were both super oh. vibrant. So I'm hoping I inherit that. But they also took really good care of themselves. I mean, my grandmother was like probably one of the original health food nuts way back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sounds like it you served her so. 98 and, and 98 and vibrant. I'll take that. Yeah. Right. I mean, you that's just definitely the way to go. It, you know, go it the way to go. You know, we only have a few minutes. I just want to mention quickly, if people don't know that uh, this show is created by a media, they do clean eating magazine, better nutrition, amazing wellness and vegetarian times as well as others. Well, better nutrition is uh, they're doing a 90 day program right now. It's going June through August. It can help you with kicking sugar, uh, getting better sleep, reducing stress, and more, go to betternutrition.com, and you can enter to win fantastic and fun prizes throughout the summer, including multivitamins, protein powders, herbs, green foods, probiotics, and more. Now, in the last few minutes, you know, I, I just wanted to talk about what you mentioned in the beginning is that you went through a transformation, and there's so many people who are feeling like, well, this is just how I am, and I'm stuck, and I'm stressed, and I don't know what to do, and I have childcare worries, or this and that. Just in a nutshell, tell us what was your impetus to like make these changes and change your life? 
Yeah, I hit rock bottom, Lisa. I, it was a dark time in my life. Um, uh, there was a time where, you know, drugs and alcohol were a big part of my life. And um, I was out of shape, um, overweight. And, you know, I just said to myself, I, I remember carrying two bags of groceries, two lousy little bags of groceries up my apartment stairs back four years ago. And I got to the top of the stairs, winded and out of breath. And I said, you know what? Something has got to change. It was in that moment that I found the strength uh, and the courage to start making better choices. And it didn't happen overnight, right? It's, you know, it's sifting through the information. You've got to find someone you can trust. And, and because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, and so, you know, it's lashing onto someone you can trust and getting the information and trying a few things. Uh, but understanding that patience is the key. You didn't get overweight. You didn't you know, acquire your disease last night while you were sleeping, right? It's happened uh, over a period of time as a resort or as a result of the culmination of bad choices you've made over time. I didn't wake up 30% body fat. It happened because of my bad eating choices. And, uh, and I just continued to stick with it and, you know, it got better and it got better. And I started noticing the, the, the differences, but I'll tell you what processed food and sugar is the killer. You get rid of that. Then you start looking at grains and dairy. You get, you, you take me up on, on this, you know, you have your listeners, you take me up on the sweet potato diet for the first seven days. There's no counting. There's nothing. All you're doing is replacing all of your carbohydrates with sweet potatoes. That's the only change that I have you make, which means if you're eating bread, grains, all of the carbohydrates that you're eating get replaced for sweet potatoes. And in seven days, we've had, People lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds. Um, I mean, wow. it, we strip body fat really fast on this. And that's the thing is when people see results that quickly, they're that much more motivated to continue on. And that's the, the premise behind the book. Well, I think you're wonderful. I love what you're doing. And Michael, I'd love to talk to you again. I think you have so much to offer. Tell us all the ways people can learn more about you, the sweet potato diet, Morelli Fit, and all the great work you're doing. Yeah, it's MoreliFit.com. That's our website. We've got a blog. We've got a nutritional research team. In fact, we've got a campaign we're getting ready to launch on, on sugars and sweeteners, which will be really great for a lot of people. Um, but it's MoreliFit.com. It's MoreliFit on all the social media platforms. And you can DM me. Um, I've got a big team. And at the end of the day, we just want to help. We want to help. We want to spread the awareness uh, around nutrition, around real nutrition. And um, and that's our mission. And so far in, in the four years we've been around, we've, we've served over 250,000 people directly. And we're not stopping or slowing down. So I really appreciate the, the airtime. And it doesn't doesn't sound or seem like the 20 or 30 minutes we had is enough. And I would love to talk to you again as well. Oh, Michael, anytime. I mean, look what you've done. You've not only changed your life, but you're changing others. That's phenomenal. I want to thank everyone for listening to Talk Healthy today. This is the highlight of my week. I mean, I get to talk to people like Michael, and I get to work with companies like Avohas. Again, avohas.com. Check them out. I use it all the time. I'm going to like turn into a sweet potato covered in avocado oil. Like I just love it that much. <laughs> That's a strange image. Avocado uh, oil is recommended in our book. So, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. And if you haven't tried Abaha, seriously, Michael, it's like the it's amazing. It's really good stuff. It's made in New Zealand. It's organic. The whole thing. All right. Facebook is at Talk Healthy Today podcast. I hope you'll follow us there. Instagram at Talk underscore Healthy underscore Today. Twitter at Talk Healthy the number two day, and also on Snapchat at Talk Talk. Excuse me, Healthy Today. Thanks so much for listening. Stay well.